All right, everyone. Do you like player props? Do you like betting player props? If so, you have to check out Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. So you build DFS style lineups only with player props. It's so much fun. But also, you can build some of the best parlays, and by best, I mean best payout potential parlays that I've, I've seen in the industry. You're going to get paid out better than most sports books are going to pay you for all these parlays you can make for player props. Build a two, three, or four player prop parlay, and it pays out better, if not the exact same as a sports book. Check them out online, thrivefantasy.com. Put in promo code SBD for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. Online thrivefantasy.com, promo code SBD. All right, what's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Today is, what's today? February 16th, 2022. What's going on out there? Happy hump day. Hope day. How's your week so far? How are you getting ready for March Madness? Are you getting ready? Have you filled your bracket out yet? I have. And it's funny, every year I feel like the more homework I do, the worse my bracket is. <laughs> but I have done a lot of homework this year. We'll have plenty of picks coming up for March Madness this weekend and uh, early next week. But uh, on today's show, it's obviously Concept Wednesday. And I don't have one specific thing that we're going to go about today or go over today. Uh, just going to kind of talk about a few different topics and subjects that have come across my attention recently. Uh, before we get going, special thanks to Better Edge Online, B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better, edge.com. Uh, better Edge allows you to bet VIG free. So I say this to everyone, whether you've been betting for 20 years or you just started last week, you can make a lot more money by betting with Better Edge. Put in promo code SBD when you're signing up. That'll get you a $20 uh, deposited automatically into your account. And that 20 bucks is rollover free. So you're going to love betting VIG free. You're going to love betting with Better Edge. And uh, don't forget to put in promo code SBD. Let them know that we sent you right here on Sports Betting Daily. All right, so a couple things that uh, have come across my attention recently that I thought would be good to talk about. One is a philosophical idea of betting hot or cold teams. And it's funny because mostly people get this wrong. And I'm actually doing, I'm working on how to kind of talk about this specific aspect. I don't know whether I'm going to write a, a book about it or do a long podcast or what, but it's funny. I find consistently that those who really, really, really know these sports well, whether we're talking about football or basketball or baseball or whatever, my buddies, people who I talk to, people who I've been around, the, 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 the guys and, and gals and whoever watch all 80, whatever, 82 games in, in basketball or 80, yeah, I think it's 82 in basketball, or 162 in, in baseball, or, or you watch every basketball game and you watch every press conference and you're so up to date. It's those people who are actually the worst at betting sports. And I have a couple uh, theories as to why that is. That's not really for today's show. That's for a different show uh, altogether. But that is, without a doubt, pretty much factual. I mean, of, of course, you're going to get people who have winning streaks or who get hot occasionally or whatever. But in general, if you know more about a sport and you're not like a math guy or just a big sports nerd, you're not going to be a great sports better. OK, and so one thing under that umbrella that I find sports fans uh, making a mistake with over and over and over again is betting on teams who are on a winning streak and betting against teams who are on a losing streak. 
Now, this may sound counterintuitive to you, right? Some of you out there may be saying, yeah, Tyler, if a team's won three in a row, I want to bet the hot team. Or yeah, Tyler, if a team's gotten blown out four games in a row, I don't want to bet on them the next game. When in reality, unless there's, there's two reasons for this to be happening, okay? Either it is fluky and they're losing games they shouldn't lose. And, you know, it's just a matter of bad luck, like anything in life, like a good team or a good sports better, you're going to have losing streaks, okay? So that's one scenario that could be happening. Good team going through a bad patch in the season, which happens to pretty much every good team in the history of sports, okay? They go through a bad patch at some point during the season. So either that's happening or there's a fundamental reason as to why that team is losing. And sometimes, which I should say most of the time, if there is a fundamental reason why a team is losing, let's say Golden State's gotten blown out three games in a row, and it's like, oh yeah, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson have both been out. Okay, this is hypothetical, but let's just play along with me, okay? Well, then there's a reason that they that Golden State's losing those games. Steph Curry, Kyrie are out, or Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are out, okay? But as we've talked about before on other shows, if Steph and Klay Thompson are ruled out, well, the market has already accounted for that. So generally, if most of you get to the sports book, or here's how it works for a lot of you guys out there, is a lot of you here on ESPN or on the radio or a podcast, again, moving along with this hypothetical, uh, uh, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry ruled out for the next few weeks. Well, a lot of you will run to your computers and bet against Golden State in their, in their upcoming game, not understanding that the sports book has already heard this information. The sports book's already adjusted the line and you're getting there after the fact thinking that you have some valuable play when in reality, you're just paying the exact same normal price that you would for any other bet. Now, if you can bet information before the sports books get it, well, that's absolutely a bettable angle, but that rarely, rarely happens, especially today in 2022. So that's why betting information is such a loser's habit. If you, are, if you do that, you're going to lose over the long run, I guarantee it. And so part of that is when a team's on a hot streak or a cold streak, you know, that may come across the ESPN ticker. We may hear about it. Oh, the, you know, whatever team a has lost five in a row. Same thing. A lot of you will go to your computers and bet against team a and their upcoming game. So if there is a reason why it's happening, there's an injury coaching change, whatever. Well, we can assume that the market's already accounted for that. Therefore, there's no value in betting that information. But if we're betting a hot or cold team, and it's back to the first example, the first reason why this would happen. And there is no injury. There is no real reason why this is happening. They're just, ha they're just going through a bit of a cold streak again, like all good teams do. Well, this is, in fact, where you want to start betting on these teams with losing streaks. And on the other end, you want to bet against teams who are really not very good, but they happen to be getting a couple lucky wins, some last-minute shots. They're just, again, a bad team going through a hot streak in the season, which happens all the time in pretty much every sport. This is when you want to bet on those teams. Okay, if a bad team, or uh, against those teams, if a bad team has won five in a row, you don't want to say, oh, looks like the whoever, this bad team suddenly turned it on, let's start betting on them. You're behind. You're behind the market moves. You're behind everyone else who is betting on this reactionary information, when instead what you should be doing is looking to fade the team on the winning streak and looking to buy the team on the losing streak. And this really goes into the whole, the whole idea of buy low, sell high. That's how you win in the stock market. That's, that's how you win in the sports market. That's the idea here with everything we do pretty much every single day. We never want to buy a football team, the Denver Broncos, before they got Russell Wilson, they're 22 to one. 
After they get Russell Wilson, they drop to like 10 to 1. Well, guess what all the squares in the world do? Ah, I'm going to go bet on Denver to win. What's it? 10 to 1, 12 to 1. Who cares? I got Russ. Uh, okay, you could have gotten the Broncos 22 to 1 a day before, thinking that they may get Aaron Rodgers. And if not Aaron Rodgers, they're going to make some kind of a move. So, again, the idea of, oh, I heard something, or oh, look at that winning streak or cold streak or whatever, and then rushing and betting that info is generally not a good way to sports bet. And really, it's, it's often wrong. Okay, so that sort of feeds into the way I, I, I sort of started this whole thing. If you're gr- great at, uh, if you're a big sports fan and you watch every game and you watch every press conference, you fall trap. You fall victim to getting so into, oh, well, this team's lost five in a row. Of course, I'm not going to bet on that next game. When in reality, that's the time when you want to bet on those teams. So I know it sounds counterintuitive, but start practicing this. Start looking at this from a different point of view. If you get a real, really, really hot team, Look to fade them. If you get a really, really, really cold team, look to play on them. I do this all the time in my career, and I find it to be absolutely the right way to go and certainly more successful than not. Uh, Something else that came across my mind, something else the last few days, and we'll kind of end with this, a few bullet points for today. But this has more to do with the entire philosophy of having a sports betting show. Because really... If you really, really know how sports betting works and you understand at a base level how I make my money and how other pros make their money, well, you would also then understand that it's all about knowing angle, uh, knowing angles, knowing information. You know, it, it's not just making some algorithm that's more sophisticated. It's a lot. It's an art, not a science, right? So there's not one specific way to do it. That's why these math nerds who try and just get into sports betting aren't always successful. And again, the idea of information is key and information doesn't look like, again, Steph Curry's injured. Okay. That's not the info I work with. The info I work with is, have you noticed that in rain games, uh, let's be careful here. Okay. Because this is really the the whole point of it. All right. Let's use a hypothetical situation in baseball and I'm going to I'm going to pick some fake thing that exists like, like some fake reason why I'm going to make this bet and then we'll talk about why that fake cuz I don't want to give a real reason, right? That that's that's the idea of this segment here. But let's give a fake reason why I would make a, a an angled baseball bet and then talk about why it's so hard to have a sports betting show because you can't get that information out, okay? So let's say and I know this may sound confusing but just stick with me. So let's say there's an angle or something I've found where in raining baseball games, okay? Baseball games where there's rain and it obviously hasn't been rained out, so let's just say like a slight sprinkle. Uh we've noticed that the sports books actually really over account for this in the over under. Okay, let's say on average Sports books drop the over under an entire run if there's just a little sprinkle, okay? And again, no rain out scenario, nothing like that, just a little sprinkle. And let's say historically, over the last three to five years, sports books, when they see this, have dropped the over under a run. Well, I may have noticed, okay, in these rain games, the market really overreacts. It actually should drop maybe a half run, if that. Okay, so what I'm doing is I've found an angle to where I pretty consistently have a half uh, of a run edge every over under bet in these situational type games like these these raining, really soft kind of rain games. Okay, well, the moment let's say that's true, which it's not true at all. Okay, but let's say that's that's a real thing. Well, the moment I get on this podcast 
and say, hey, everyone, uh, the market overreacts when there's a little bit of rain, so let's all take the over. Well, now the sports book, they have someone who hears the podcast, they make the adjustment, and then that angle is no longer bettable. This is sort of the oxymoron with having a sports betting radio or a, a podcast. I almost said radio show. Back to my old days with, with iHeart. But it, it, to do a daily podcast... It's, it's, it's sort of weird because I can't just come on here and give those things because the, the, the more information I give and the more crystal clear I am about how to win in sports betting, the harder it intrinsically becomes for you because the more information's out there, the more the sports books learn, the more they sew up those loose ends. So I can't just come on here and say, hey, look at the today. We've got a game that may sprinkle. Let's. Let's bet the over because they're going to drop it. I can't do that. And that applies for every sport and in, in, in so many different angles we can bet into. So you may say, well, then what's the point of having a podcast, Tyler? Why even come on here? It's because we like to teach to fish. We don't like to give the fish. I don't like to tell you guys exactly what to look for in all these baseball games. I like to show you examples like I just did. And then hopefully you learn how to handicap a little bit better. Yes, I like to give picks out on the weekends. But you know what I like even more than that? Hearing from a listener that says, hey, I learned how to handicap from you. I went three and one this weekend. Thanks so much. That's what I prefer. Because again, I can't just come on here and say, say every angle, every, every edge, everything, every way that I bet. Right? If I tell everyone, hey, I think that you know the market and everyone who I've worked with really misses this huge factor in handicapping NBA games. I think that if you add a couple other things here, little secret sauce here, you've gotten a tremendously more accurate way of predicting basketball. The moment I come on here and say that, it's gone, right? So keep that in mind. Yeah, I hope you keep listening to me. I hope, I mean, I, this podcast has blown up the last couple of months, so I really appreciate you telling people and coming back, but it's really strange because the more you know about sports betting, the more you roll your eyes at sports betting media, right? And this is what I do all the time with ESPN and Fox and things like this, but it's worth it to say at least once in a while that this is something that I struggle with too. And anyone who's actually a good better putting good information out there, that's something everyone in that boat has to struggle with because it's not just me. Okay. I make my living doing this. Do you really think that I'm going to come on here and give away some extraordinarily profitable angle that I bet into on a nightly basis for some random listener in Iowa? Like, I love my listeners in Iowa, but, but let's face it. The more you all know, and the, the more proficient you guys are at all this stuff, the worse I'm going to do. This is a multiplayer game. Sports betting is a multiplayer game. Not a lot of us think of it that way. A lot of us think about it as me versus the sports book. I get on, I browse the prices, I make my bet. It's not. If the Denver Broncos open up a game minus three, and then some syndicate comes in and bets them to minus four, and then I come in and bet them to, to minus five, and then you go to the window, you're now betting against the sports book and the syndicate and me. You're not just betting against the sports book. That's why this is a multiplayer game. The more information is out there, the more people betting into these numbers we want, the worse it is for us. So, you know, I hope this is not too bleak, okay? Because we want to be honest on this show. I want to be so upfront. I want this show to separate it, you know, us from other sports betting shows because all the other shows who promise the locks and oh, we're beating the bookies every day and oh, yeah, yeah. That's just bullshit. We know winning is far more difficult than that. And so is being honest, okay? A lot of these guys on ESPN who give away all these fake angles they're betting into, it's okay because those aren't profitable, right? BetMGM hears ESPN saying that and they just roll their eyes. But BetMGM hears a profitable person saying that and they go, huh, we may be onto something here. So again, if you think that's bleak and you think that there's no hope and it's like, wow, 
well, I'm not going to listen anymore. Don't think that because there's so much information we give out on a, on a pretty much a daily basis that if you really listen to what I'm trying to say, of course, you're going to come away being a better sports better. I guarantee that. But just know we can't come on here and give away every little nugget, every little way to beat all these sports. Otherwise, now we're making less money. So that's so important to remember. Keep tuning into me. Keep tuning into other shows you trust. But it's not just about the fish. It's about teaching you guys how to approach this a little bit more profitably. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We got some March Madness starting tomorrow, which means a lot of picks. So I may do a special little pick episode uh, tomorrow. So until then, good luck. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily. Sports Betting Daily.